Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, as many of you know, Tuesdays is the day that we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch, where you will receive biblical teachings as well as speak with myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage family therapist. Now, with that being said, today's topic is entitled free will. Now, when we talk about free will, many individuals talk about choices, knowing right from wrong, and how do you even decipher if you're making a right decision? And you say, well, I did it. I did it because I wanted to do it. Or Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. So when we talk about free will, I want to know what does free will mean to you? You know, I think about my grandkids and that song when the man say, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride until I can't no more. And the one thing he says, can't nobody tell me nothing. But is that really true? Because as today, it seems like people are just so out of control to where they just want to do what they want to do and have no accountability. Now, when we talk about free will, free will is the capacity or the ability to choose right from wrong. Now, many individuals were taught as a child, don't do that, don't touch that, don't go over there. And then even we start talking about relationships, when we start talking about what's right and what's wrong when individuals do things. I can think of a song when the man said there's a right and a wrong way, even to love somebody. So we were always taught right from wrong, or we heard right from wrong, but when you got something over here telling you to do this and something over there tell you to do that, which one you go choose? Now, it's also the power of acting without the constraint of necessity or faith, the ability to act on one's discretion. You know, I'm waiting on Lady T to call in because I remember when I met her father and her husband, all I recall is them saying, use wisdom, use wisdom. Now, when you're trying to decipher right from wrong, do you utilize wisdom? Now, for most religions, it insists that God has given human beings Free will, meaning we're supposed to forgive people and get all of that. But by that same token, when it says that God has given human beings free will and thus human beings can choose right from wrong, and that in some religions at least wrongful acts are sinful and worthy of divine punishment. Now, this show is not designed to cast judgment on, pass judgment on anybody or tell individuals you shouldn't do that, you're naughty, naughty, naughty. That's not what we're talking about. I want to make sure that we know what free will means and that we utilize our choices appropriately. Now, when we talk about punishment, while God acts are righteous and worthy and divine and rewards us, but free will can also be closely linked to the concept of moral responsibility, meaning we have a moral responsibility, praise, culpability, sin, and other judgments. Now, Lady T is on the line, so let me log on Lady T. Good evening, Lady T. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know what? I need a nap. I have not had no good sleep in like two days, and I need to go to sleep. So after I get finished with this show, you know, I got some fruit in the refrigerator. I think I'm about to eat me some watermelon and melon and uh, cantaloupe, and I'm about to go take me a hot shower and go to a bed. I need some sleep. You know, and that's the point that my body is telling me, lay it down. <laughs> Close your eyes and go to sleep. I'm tired. 
Now, you know, I know you grew up in the church, and you've been in the church for many, many years, and you're also the wife of a pastor. Now, when we talk about free will, and even though the things that we're seeing in our communities, in our homes, in the churches also, what is your take on that when it comes to free will? Well, um, free will, you know, my thing with free will is when you're doing whatever you want to do and you try to attach God to it, and you know it ain't God, that's free will because you're doing things outside of his will, and people don't Mm -hmm. get that. So they think they can operate in their own will and say it's God's will. And they mm-hmm. flip things around, turn things around. They switch the Bible to fit their life when they're wrong. They switch up things. They'll do something immoral and say, you know, God told me to do that. But that's not it. When you operate in free will, that's you doing what you desire to do, and it has nothing to do with God. God's not a part of you because there's something mm-hmm. that you just wouldn't do if it was God's will. There's mm-hmm. just some things you wouldn't do. But when you're operating in free will, you do whatever you want to do. And, you know, and that is an interesting point because I'm thinking about the flesh. And when they say deny the flesh, a lot of times we want to do what we want to do. We want to go where we want to go. And, you know, and when you turn your life over to Christ, you become a new creature. So old things become new. So now this show, and when I indicate, join myself and others as we discuss having free will. And I talked about what the capability was. And... There's going to be consequences. There's going to be consequences. And like I said, it appears that we're living in a world where people want to do what they want to do. And they'll say, well, you can't judge me. You know, I've been listening to Tupac, but only God can judge me. You're right about that. When we start talking about a moral responsibility, and when you know better, you do better. And we know that some phrases are not in the Bible. We we know that. Because when I was doing my homework and getting this information for the show tonight, Tammy, and I looked at and it talked about what does the Bible say about free will and God is in control. And it indicates, and this is coming from the GW, which is the whole witness Bible, and it talks about how God dignifies us with free will, the power to make decisions of our own rather than having God make that decision. See, a lot of times we get so caught up with take the prayer, you know, pray on it. Now, when it right. indicates that what does the Bible say about free will, is God in control? It says the Bible answered God dignifies us free will, the power to make decisions on our own, Rather than having God or faith predetermine what we do, it talks about consider right. what the Bible teaches. God created humans in his image, which is in Genesis, and unlike animals, which act mainly on instinct, which sometimes, Lady T, sometimes we act purely on emotion. We let our emotions right. get the best of us, and then we be sitting back looking like earth folks about, did I do that? Or I didn't mean to, or I apologize, or please accept my apology. Now, when we resemble our creator in the capacity to display such qualities as love and justice and act like our creator, we have free will. You know, and I think that's kind of like when, it, when we talk about be Christ-like. What's your take on that, Lady T, and when you talk about Genesis 1 through 26? Okay, say again. When we talk about how God created us in his image. And that doesn't mean for us to be perfect. It doesn't mean we're going to do everything right. No. No, no. That's not not what it means for us to be perfect. He created us in his image, you know, so he created us to worship him. But that's why he Mm -hmm. put in that, you know, free will, because he knew some of us would not worship him. And he sent his son to die for us to give us a second chance because, you know, they was running amok. And that's why he flooded everything, and only Noah and his family was in the ark to, you know, replenish the earth, you know, start over to make, you know, because we all stem from them, from his son. We all, the whole, all our, our cultures and everything stem from them. But um, so when he, when we do that, we are made of his image. He, he made us. He made us to be like him. 
he wants us to worship him, to praise him. That's why he created us to praise and worship him. So when we choose to operate in our free will, we're saying, okay, you know what, we're denying our creator, we're denying him as a God, we're denying that we we can believe that there is a God because we want to do what we want to do because truly we don't fear him and we don't believe that anything will happen to us just because we're doing what we think is best for us. Gotcha. And you know what? And, and then that's I say, how a lot of people yeah. You know. Now, to a great extent, we can determine our future. The Bible encourages us to choose life by listening to God's voice. And it doesn't mean you're schizophrenic. Doesn't mean you're crazy. But you seek Him first. And only what is done in Christ will last. So sometimes when we make these decisions, even as a therapist, I always tell individuals. Do not make decisions based on your emotions. And if you know you are impulsive and you're feeling something, you might want to think about it before you act. Because if you act and you think about it later, the decision you made may not have been a decision that you would have made if you would have just took some time to not be so impulsive. Now, when we talk about God's voice, that is by choosing to obey his commands. And Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20, this offer would be meaningless, even true, if we lack free will. And God warmly appeals to us that, oh, if only you would actually pay attention to my commandment, then peace right. would be just like a river. See, sometimes, and even in Isaiah 48, 18, Tammy, we get ourselves caught up in some mess because we chose to engage in that. And then we say, I did it because I wanted to. And then we go to God, Lord, please help me out with this. Lord, please, I'll never do it again. I'll never, ever, 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 ever. And given an opportunity, you might still make the same choice. Because you don't know no right. better. Right. Now, Absolutely. when it says... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, we all say we want peace. We all do things that we want to make us feel good, look good, sound good, all of that. But does that really bring you, or is it bringing you turmoil? You know, I know at times I could be very impulsive, and I've had to learn to sit my butt down, Take a break. I remember once, even in my Mercedes, girl, I was driving home one day, and the car said, take a break. Take a break. I'm calling Lisa. I'm like, oh, my dad's he got a coffee thing telling me take a break. I don't want to take a break. I want to go home. I want to. <laughs> I ain't got time to take right. no break. I want to go home. But the car was telling me, slow down. Take a break. Now, Tammy, what do we do when we get in those tough sometimes situations where we have to go back and listen to that small, still voice that's telling us, yeah. you don't need to go there uh-huh. to do this. You don't need to eat that. You don't need to say that. You don't say it, I can do whatever I want to do because it's wrong. We hear that a lot. Even yeah, we, do. we can't do whatever we want to do. Mhm. Now another thing it talks about is our success, our failure is not determined by faith. If we want to succeed at an endeavor, we must work hard, and all that your hand finds to do, says the Bible, do with your very. And it also indicates that the plans of the diligent one surely makes for advantage. And also in Proverbs. Now, free will is also a precious gift from God, for it lets us yeah. love him with our whole heart. And because we want to, we got to choose to love him. And that's in Matthew eleven thirty seven, Because you know, you know what I'm looking at, Tammy, and it gets us back to we always say that God's in control. But is He really, or do you did you do that? 
you got to stop, and I'm, this is coming from Jeanette. We got to stop blaming other people, and we got to stop blaming God for some of the choices that we make in our life. Right. But you know what? It's it's uh, it's our will to serve Him too. Even though we say Your will be done, that's mm-hmm. it's our will to serve Him too. So that's our free will to serve Him. That's why He allows free will because He's not going to force you to serve Him. That's why He said, mm-hmm. "Okay, you have free will, so you choose whether you want to serve Him or not." Because I'm not going to force you. Now, I invited your brother, send him a message or a message or a message, I don't even know if he's on Facebook, to join us yeah, on the email. Even though I created you, you know, even though I created you, I'm sorry, I'm cooking too. I'm not, no, no I'm not, not going to force you to serve me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, another thing is, correct, because he's not going to oh, force himself upon us. And sometimes, because no. at first I wanted to talk about the favor of God, and favor isn't always fair, because sometimes right. we look at people's scenes, and we look at why they and how they got to where they are in life, and you know, and they and it doesn't mean that only the righteous, you know, they say the righteous will never be forsaken nor see baked bread, but blessings right. can come to those sometimes that may not even deserve him, deserve the blessing, because who are we right. to say who right. is now, the Bible does teach that God is almighty and that his power is not limited by anyone other than himself. And in Job 37:23 in Isaiah 40:26, however, he does not use power to control everything. So he's not going to abuse his power. And it indicates, no. for example, the Bible says that God was exercising self-control towards the when we talk about the um, we're going to Babylon and the enemy of its people. Now, similarly for uh-huh. now, those is to tolerate those who misuse their free will to harm others. But God will not do so indefinitely, but people will. See, we got to learn how to separate God's will from the people's choice. And you know what? That right. came up I don't know if you remember that show, The People's Choice. You know, because people chose to do certain people choose to do certain things. And we said, Oh, well it must be right. God's will or it must be meant to be. No, it wasn't. You did that. And now yeah. you get it and try to backpedal to try to Okay. You can't please people and please God. Can you both? That is for real, for real, Tammy. And you know what, Lady T, a lot of times people try to be in the middle. They try to, yeah. they want to be liked by people, but we don't think about, or they don't think about, you know, I, I tell individuals, even as a therapist, I serve a higher power. So I'm going to be held right. accountable for some of the things I do and some of the things I say. And I'm very, very mindful of that and always have been very obedient. Now, I got some information, and it talks about Bible verses about free will. I want to go over some of these things. And if anyone want to call in to the show, which I backed the time up because individuals were saying, you know, Jeanette, 1130, I'm not available. Give me all these excuses. And so I put it for 6 o'clock. I know some individuals are cooking dinner. Some individuals may be driving home. But it gives you time to either join me on Facebook Live or call into the show because I'm doing my best to accommodate individuals, even though I know that some individuals do listen to the show after the show has aired. So if I send you a link or tagged you, all you got to do is click on the link. But, again, if you want to call in, if you've got something to share, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Now, in regards to Bible verses about free will, it says many Christian churches and denominations have different views on free will. Now, while it's easy to become confused on how God controls and how our own free will interacts, we can trust the Word of God and know that what He has told us in the Bible is true. 
You know, a lot of times they, they people challenge that. I was talking to Jerome earlier, and he was saying, you know, different things. I was talking to Byron, and Byron was like, well, so many people wrote stuff in the Bible, and the disciples, and da 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 So they question. And I think they see that has a lot to do with some of the decisions and the choices that we make. We mm-hmm. come astray, so they say, don't question God. But we get a lot of these things confused. Now, these Bible verses about free will show us that we have the ability to choose and have faith in God, being secure in our internal life in heaven. We can choose to learn from him, him, or we can use these to help us make wise choices. It's up to you. It's really up to you. Now, one of the things they talk about, ladies, in 1 Corinthians um, 13, I mean 10, 13, no temptation uh-huh. has overtaken you except And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, right. he will also provide out so you can endure it. A lot of times that kind of goes to the saying of Flip Wilson, the devil made me do it. We get caught up in entanglement, compromising situations. We start having affairs. We start cheating. We start lying and all this other kind of stuff. But temptation. Okay. Yeah. Way out so you can endure it. I used to tell my clients in my drug and alcohol classes, if they got caught up or was at a party and people were, I would say, resist, refuse, and be consistent. And I would always emphasize that. Resist it, refuse it, and be consistent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we kind right. of do that with people, with situations, individuals are coming and they're tempting us. That's why we got to take it to prayer because we all go be tempted. But it goes back to that bad boy, bad boy, what you going to do, what you going to do when they come for you. So when it's time for you to be tempted, what you going to do? What is another good way to handle temptation, Lady T, so you can endure it? Another way to handle temptations, because you know what? That's when we start ooh. making choices that we want to do what we want to do, because we were tempted. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, we Another way to handle temptation. That that's a you know that's a big one because temptate people get tempted easily these days. Yeah. Another way to. Yeah, to avoid temptation, once we got to stay prayed up. We got to stay in our word. You know what I mean? Because we can go out there and be easily tempted. Because, if okay, say you're struggling financially and somebody offers you a lot of money, but you know what you have to, what they're offering you to do, what you have to do for the money, you know is wrong. So that you can be easily tempted because you need that money. But then you have to say, you know what, I know God will provide for me. I'm not going to do the wrong thing because it's going to come back on me. We have to learn how to think logically and just trust God because that's what he wants us to do, to trust him. It's one thing to pray, but do you believe what you're praying? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're so asking they, him for something, do you really think he's going to do it? Even in relationships, people get tempted. Sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. You're looking at a 20-80 rule. You give up 80 thinking you're going to yeah. get that 20, and then you go over there with that 20, you'll be like, mm, I don't think I want this. Let me get back on the other side of the fence. Right. Right. And you got to resist temptation. They say resist temptation and the devil will flee. Ooh, and right. um, in all shapes, forms, and fashion, it may look good, but is it good right. for you? That's huge. Right. When you right. With temptation. That's what I'm saying. That's why Sometimes you got to be careful with temptation say, because no, some things you. come wrapped up you. very nice. Thank yeah. you. Thank That's why. You look up. Something comes you, up wrapped very, very nice. And you in a you'd be mess. like, oh, wow. Yeah, and you think you think uh, it's the bomb. Wait, 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 wait. You could get. Mm-hmm. My thing, Lady T, I'm a, I'm a smell person. I guess my big old nose, I smell folks. I smell it. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, you know. And then you got people like, ooh, she cute. Ooh, she, I'm attracted to her or I want her. And then you get your butt over there and then you're running trying to be like, ooh, I'm in trouble now. You know, I remember my daughter used to always tell me, keep asking all them questions. Your little book will mess around and ask a question that you don't want the answer to. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> learn not to 
even with my mouth. That's another thing, right. another area of temptation. Food. We get tempted with food. We get tempted. Yeah. Me, I get my food when I want to go to the yeah. casino. Yes, and we got to be careful because gluttony is a sin too. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to over overindulge. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people don't understand. Some people take things to the extreme, and they don't realize mm-hmm. that being religious is it's that's a sin because you everything you you think every oh that you shouldn't be doing that you should be doing that and who knows what you're doing you're probably doing everything under the sun because you're looking at everybody else judging them Thank and you. you want to point the finger at everybody and be like oh they shouldn't be doing that they shouldn't be wearing that they shouldn't be going there you don't know what people are doing you don't know what they're going through just because somebody got a skirt above their knee don't mean they don't love the lord that's not what that means People are judging in the wrong way. That's why God said he'll be the judge. You ain't supposed to judge nobody because you judge wrong. There you go. Now, you, second, you judging people. Uh-huh. second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 7, it talks about how happy are your people must be, how happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Part of making choices and I said earlier, I, I will never forget when I would hear your father or your or um, Pastor Robertson say, or Apostle Robertson, use wisdom. Use. We walk around thinking we do everything. We walk around thinking we can get ourselves out of all kinds of situations. But we got to use wisdom. We got to use wisdom. Right. Now, in Second right. Peter, but what were you going to say, Lady T? No, I said right. We have to use wisdom. And um, it says right here in um, Joshua 24 and 15, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood of the gods of the Amorites in which land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it's you know, and that's, powerful, that's a very powerful verse, Lady T, because so many homes have been under attack. So many marriages and relationships oh, yeah. have been under attack. Oh, yeah. Even when they serve mm-hmm. in the Lord, that doesn't mean that they are not suddenly attacked. You know, when they that's say right. no weapons will be formed, prosper, it doesn't mean that the weapons will be, won't be formed. And that's a lot when of times, that's when you get most. most of, that's when you're going to be attacked. Mm-hmm. Things are going good. Now, in Second Peter mm-hmm. chapter three, verse nine, it says, "The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance." Sometimes we want yeah. that opportunity, quick fix, have it my way. You know, we want it now. You know, you're taking too long, Lord. I, I want. I want this husband now. I want this wife now. I need this money right now. I need this. No, baby. What yeah, is for no. you? For you. But sometimes right. we be, God be taking too long. I got to help him out a little bit. He don't need your help. Because when you start helping, you might mess it up. You might mess it up. But everyone to come. And the bottom line is, Lady T, when we screw up, we got to learn how to repent. We got to know how to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Because we're all sinners saved by grace, so he already know we're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all mess up. That's why. He says he'll judge, and for us not to judge because we all mess up. So we we don't we're not in a position to judge nobody because we all mess up. We may not mess up the same way they mess up, but there's no sin greater than the other in his eyes. Sin is sin. That's true. A liar, a thief, a cheater, an adulterer, right. all of them. All of them. You know I, that was one thing that I truly admired about Pastor Hammond, and he would when he would preach on Sundays at Friendly Church of God in Christ, he would always say. I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Because we so quick to condemn somebody. No, that's not your job. You're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Now, in Galatians 5.13, it 
It says, you, my brother and sister, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. A lot of individuals are so broken. A lot of individuals are so dealing with trauma, abuse, addiction. You know, they caught up in witchcraft. They caught up in so much. So we start talking about do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. That's where a lot of people get caught up at and think I could do whatever I want to do because we want to do fleshly things. You know, it goes back to I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. I mean, I cannot do a lot of the worldly things that people do, but by that same token, we got to be careful with indulging in the flesh. Right. Rather, serve one another humbly. What's your take on that, Lady T, about indulging in the don't don't use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. That's right. Don't yeah, don't do that because the your flesh will let you down every single time. Mm-hmm. When you feed your flesh, it will let you down every single time. And when we feed the flesh, guess what? We're giving in to what the devil wants us to do. Yeah, we're giving in to the enemy. Yeah, the enemy wants us to operate in the flesh. Mhm. Now, in John seven seventeen, anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether whether my teaching comes from God and whether I speak on my own. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you've got to sit still and listen to that small, still voice when you get to a point to where you feel stuck. When you get to a point to where you get, you're confused, like they say the song, I, I Go to the Rock. You know, that's when you got to go and you got to stand on God's promises and you got to stand on his word. Like the old saying, go, he may not come when you want him to, but he's always on time. Always right. on time. He don't mean for you always. to fail. He don't mean for you to hurt. But these pains are growing pains. These pains are letting you know you need him and you got to trust the process. A lot of times, mm-hmm. let me we don't want to trust the process. We want to... Eat it up. Show me. And that's where I used to get in trouble. I was like, Lord, you take it too long. I need to get Now, in Joshua 24:15, it says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself. Meaning, this day whom you were serving. You talked about that before. Whether the gods your ancestors served beyond or the gods of Amorites in whose mm-hmm. land. But as far for me, like you said, in my house, we go to the Lord. Meaning, I ain't got time for all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, these are just some of the, the Bible verses that they use in regards to, and it talks about even in Romans 6.23, for the wages of mm-hmm. death, but the gift of God is yeah. eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I'm going to say this. We need to stop playing with some of our decisions. So don't be That's right. <laughs> Y'all play. <laughs> Y'all better. You know, it's not promised. And you don't know what the future may hold, but we got to stop playing. And we got to stop playing church. We really do. And that's where we get in a lot of trouble. We get in trouble because we really think we can just walk around here and do what we want to do. Right. Absolutely. You're absolutely now, right. That's that's a problem. We think we can do what we want to do, and God gonna still move on our behalf, and we we gonna still get away with whatever we're doing. Because we're like, uh uh-uh. just because just because you go to church on Sunday and shout and then wreak wreak havoc all week long, that don't mean you're gonna move on your behalf because he's like, Okay, that's how you wanna do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. And he'll let you do it. We'll let yeah. you do it. And then you send up there, Oh Lord, help me, Lord, why did this happen to me? <laughs> Lord, why did they mm, yeah. you why does thou forsake me? Why 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 is this happening to me? Oh Lord, did this me God 
ain't answering my prayer. Well, look, you can't do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Lady T, I see that a lot. I see that a lot. Um, and I understand the separation of um, church and state. I get that. Even in therapy, I have to be mindful because I know who I am and who I am and who I serve. I get that. But I've got to be mindful that a lot of times when individuals are coming to me for therapy, they're broken, they're hurt, they're disappointed, and they're mad or right. angry. Right. And in some cases, they're mad at God because they want to know, why did God allow these things to happen to me? And I'll say, what did you get out of it? You're here. Was it a lesson? Was it experience? What, what was your takeaway? And a lot of times they don't want to talk about that because they want to wallow in their pain and come up with reasons to justify why to be mad. I mean, nobody was given the perfect parent. People weren't given the perfect spouse. Hell, sometimes i got to realize I wasn't given the perfect children. But by that same token, they're going to make choices in life that they will be held accountable for. Back in the day, we would discipline our children when they did something wrong. And now, I remember Delano used to say, Lord, when God whoop them, this will be a whoop. <laughs> Whatever you do, Lord, don't, don't whoop me, Lord, don't whoop me. You know, we try to hide and throw a stone and hide our tail. Now, what about the discipline? Because part of it, too, Lady T, is teaching self-discipline. Say again, I'm sorry. Discipline is self-discipline. Because a lot of times, even as believers and unbelievers, we like discipline. We really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Because we say God is forgiven. God doesn't forgive me anyway. I can go out here, smoke crack, do what I want to do, da 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 He going to forgive me. But they say uh-huh. to know me and is worse than sinning because you know better. We, we really, really need the Holy Spirit for discipline. We really do. And I'm not saying that lightly. I'm saying that because I know I needed the Holy Spirit. I I really needed that. I needed to stay prayed up. I need to do all that to stay humble and to discipline myself because there there was a time when you said anything, we fight. So I had a hot temper, and then I had to pray, and I was like, Lord, take this from me because I don't want to be high-headed. I want to learn how to handle things a different way, and I had to learn how to pray. And and I'm, I'm so glad I did because going to jail ain't worth it. So you have to discipline yourself to not do things that you would have normally done. And that's why it's right. so important. It's so important. Prayer is mm-hmm. so, so important. It is. Because I'm telling you, it will calm you down. It will help you. And mm-hmm. it will. It will It will really help you. Because it calmed me in a way that, People still be like, I don't know how you did it because I would have done this. I say, yeah, in the in the past I would have done, but it's so much better this way because guess what? I don't stress, I don't lose no sleep, I'm at peace, and it's so much better this way. And I don't have to do nothing because guess what? People who do you wrong, they gonna condemn themselves. You don't have to worry about it. And God, vengeance is mine, and He's mean. And that is true. They say God says vengeance is mine. Thus said the Lord. We are so busy wanting to punish people for what they did to us. That's not our job. Right. Our right. job. Because we're going to be right. covered. We are under a covenant. And if you are doing, like they say, the righteous will not be forsaken nor see taken bread as long as you are in his will. So when we start talking about free will, some people get it messed up with being in the will of God. Now, right. like I said, does it mean that bad things don't happen to good people? Because sometimes it does. But by that same token, we want to stay in his will and in his covenant so that we're protected. So no hurt, harm, or danger is going to come your way. You know, Tammy, I got this this about me. You know, I remember when my father had passed away and I went to his funeral, 
And the pastor that was preaching said, Jeanette Abney, we owe you an apology. You have a joy that is unrecognizable. Because I do my best not to let nobody take my peace. And part of that is because I know it affects my health. I ain't going to be stressing out over you. I ain't going to be losing no meal over what you decided to do or where you decided to go or what you just said to me. I ain't going to let it penetrate me because it ain't my stuff. Sometimes we got to learn how to separate our stuff from other people's stuff because we get caught up in toxicity and some individuals choose to be toxic. And we'll bring that around you. Right. But you get to choose whether you want to entertain it or not. You've got a choice. Right. Right. You can't let people take you there. You can't let people take you out of the will of God because they operate in their free will. Don't let them take you out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, old girl, honey. They will push all kind of buttons. Now, I'm looking at something, and it um, it goes into what First Peter 2, verse 16, it talks about. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom to cover up for evil, but living as servants oh. of God. That's a choice. If you're hurting, say you're hurt. If you're angry, say you're angry and do something about it. I teach clients as a wow. therapist. That anger is a secondary emotion to a primary issue. Because under the anger could be disappointment, betrayal, um, deceit. It could be uh, being annoyed. It could be frustrated, be a frustration. It could be a combination. It could be feeling lonely, hungry, tired, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of other emotions under the anger because the anger is what we see. But sometimes, like I said, I say, not, I mean, you ain't got to go out there and act no fool. You don't have to go out there and prove a point and let your ego get the best of you because, like you said, ain't nobody got no bail money. And especially when they're giving out football numbers, it's not worth it. And you got people killing their whole household. Kids, husbands, wives, all of them But it's uh-huh. because of their pain. So we want to make sure that individuals are mindful of that. Right. 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 You just have to, before you go off or someone, find out what's going on with them. Yeah. They're acting out for some, some other reason. So don't right. just assume that someone has something against you. It might, mm-hmm. They might directly towards you, but it may not have nothing to do with you at all. Mhm. But see, you know, I'm Lady T, and it talks about: Do not envy a man of violence, and do not choose any of his ways. You know, sometimes we see a lot of stuff on television. We see a lot of things in social media. We start mocking these right. individuals because they think that they have a great life, and half of that stuff is not even the way that they even really live it. You know, I remember somebody was saying how a person would take. By Bitleys and and Mercedes and all Jack, they'll take the. It ain't even a car. <laughs> you see a bottom car, but not in car. You know, it's like you choosing to portray an image and a lifestyle that's not even yours. Not even yours. And what happens is what? we brag and we boast about these things because we think that's what people want us have, they want to see, and we don't, we don't, we don't need all that. We get really, keep it simple. Keep it simple. But notice how you said, don't, don't envy a man who's doing, you know, doing the wrong thing or don't, don't condone it. When you know someone doing the wrong and you stand by it and you co-sign it, don't you know that uh, God is holding you accountable to Mm-hmm. Even though it's their actions, he's holding you accountable because guess what? You're saying I agree with what they say. Mm-hmm. I agree with their. I agree with what they're doing. But you're mm-hmm. all the And sometimes, Lady T, we try to say, "Well, you know what? I was there, but I didn't participate." 
but you knew about it. And we get in trouble because you knew about it. You knew. Right. And we got to be be very mindful of that. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about got questions. Now, if you have any questions out there and you're listening, I see, Reggie, you're listening. I don't know if you want me to join you in on Facebook Live because I can join you in. But if you're out there and you want to call in on the show, because we still got about 14 minutes left before you didn't pass out, give us a call at 516-387-1914 if you have any questions, because I'm looking at something that says, got questions, do human beings truly have free will? And someone wrote this article on May the 25th, 2022, and if free will means that God gives humans the opportunity to make choices that genuinely affect their destiny, then yes, human beings do. Because sometimes, you know, it goes back, like I said, when you know better, you do better, and sometimes we make these choices based on how it's going to make me feel, how it's going to make me look, what are people going to think. And we don't think about God. We think about us, meaning I decided. Now, some decisions, every decision is going to have a consequence, whether good or bad. There's going to be a consequence. But can you live with the consequence? Can you live with it? You know, how are you going to deal with this bad choice you made or even the good choice you made? I've known individuals tell me that have made wise choices and still got in trouble, and they didn't understand it. And part of it is because you're still dealing with people that may be still in the flesh. You still may be dealing with individuals that still may be acting on their own emotions. And they couldn't That's handle right. the decisions you made, and they want to punish you for it. Right. What do you have to say about right. that, maybe? No, you, you're absolutely right. And you you know you know my situation. I'm in the situation I'm in because I wouldn't agree to something I didn't believe was right. Mm-hmm. You know? And and that's okay because I'll I'll mm-hmm. still make the same choice. Correct. I'll still make well, the same choice because I'm fine. We we all walked away. I was like, it's some evil spirits up in here. I can't take it. I can't right. get it. Right. And it's and like I the old song that. old people sing. Yeah, it's like the old song the old people sing. The Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. So now, you, when we start talking about, about free will, and this is free will, Kristen teaches that God gave humans free will, and this is the ability, like I said, for humans to make decisions, meaning this is your decision. Now, Reggie indicated for every stance there's a circumstance, and that is true, Mr. Jupiter. There is a circumstance. Now, when we start talking about is the ability for humans to make their own choices, it means that although God made the world, and it was good. It is up to humans whether they choose to do good or bad deeds. And even when we get to, I believe it's in 2 Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll, you know, you'll hear from him and I clear, clear up the land. We need this land cleared up. We need it clean. Because it's some messy situations and it's some stuff going on nowadays, even when we yeah. talk about famine and I was talking about Babylon, we're not paying attention, Lady T. We are really not paying attention to some of the things and some of the people yeah. that we are entertaining. Yes, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. It, it is. And we need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. We really need to pay attention. Yeah, we really need to pay attention. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm frying some fish. <laughs> you know what? You frying fish. I had fish on Saturday. You know what? I still got some pieces of fish. Because I was sitting there like thinking I was going to eat some fruit. I think I'm going to heat up my fish. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm just regular heat. <laughs> I'm just okay. Regular. Yeah. I'm frying some fish and I made greens and macaroni. That's nice. I heat that up. <laughs> you know what? I really wish you lived closer so I would choose to drive down there. You know what? I saw you guys on Wednesday. I didn't even eat my food until yesterday. I just ate that food yesterday. I was like, oh, no, who's that? My fat? Somebody said, oh, your stomach going to be tore up. You're going to be sick. <laughs> but, but I didn't eat that until 
I had my refrigerator. I ate it yesterday. Now, Friday, my son and I went to go buy some fruit, went to the store. So today was Wednesday, and um, I'm just eating the fruit that I bought on Friday. I'm going to try to eat that because I don't want it to go bad. But I haven't had right. an appetite, which I'm, I'm not going to say I'm glad, but I've lost a lot of weight. I've, this weight just been right. Like, so right. I'm, I'm eating a lot of weight. So that's been helpful, too. But that, I want to say, not only just a choice, because, you know, I always want food around me, because I'm probably the only person I know in the world that got three refrigerators and a deep freezer. Make no sense. Right. <laughs> Don't make no sense. Okay. Now, I want to get back to the topic. And if you have any questions and you're out there on Facebook, type in your questions. And I do want to say this, and I want to honor you in this capacity, Lady T, is because I forgot mm-hmm. to say that the month of March is Women in History Month. Oh, okay. Now, with that being said, with Women in History, we got women making a difference. We got women making a difference either in ministry, in business, in the homes, as parents, right. teaching. Mm-hmm. It's how we are making a difference. And I commend yeah. you the things that you've done by serving the military, by operating the church, by the things that you've done. Now, who would you like to <laughs> say something about because of the choices and the sacrifices that they've made in regards to even though they had free will, I see, Reggie, you have a question. You're raising your hand. But tell me, who would you like to give a shout-out to? Because I still want to make sure that we are honoring Women in History Month. Okay. Well, I like to give out a shout out to lots of, of women that paved the way, but to you also because you sacrificed your time to help others with in the mental capacity and and all, you know, in their in their life to help them move forward, to help them, you know, get over their hurt, their feelings, whatever they're dealing with. So that takes a lot to deal with other people and their emotions and their feelings, and to help them to move on and move past and to get better. So that's awesome of you to give your time up for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm people. looking at my, my health is a big thing. Girl, my son came over a couple of weeks ago talking about, I saved a life. I saved a life. You entertained, but I saved a life. I'm like, you don't get off my house. Girl, I keep the boy out my house. Coming up here drunk. Get your foot out my house. Talk about, I saved a life. You entertained. I saved a life. Okay, Reggie, you type, um, you had a question. What is your question, Reginald? I can make you join on Facebook, Reggie. Let me see if I can join you. He said, you never know what the next individual is going through. That is true. You don't know what the other individual is going through. But if you take it to God in prayer, and that's between you and God. And you learn to make wise decisions, and you're not making decisions that's being selfish and self-centered and sinful or lustful. It keeps you out of trouble if you stay under the will of God. So we right. all go through, been through, going through, whatever the case may be, but it does, it's trouble don't last always. You can get out of the storm no matter what it is you're going through. However, I always tell individuals, 15 seconds or 15 minutes of pleasure can cause you many, many, many years of pain. 15 seconds something can cost you 15 years of prison. So we got to be mindful of the decisions that we make. Because those decisions can come back and haunt us years and years later. You know, peeking over your shoulder, looking around the corner, trying to figure out, do somebody know, does somebody see me? And nowadays, I tell people, it's cameras everywhere, everywhere. You ain't getting away with nothing, absolutely nothing. So I tell individuals, make a decision you live with. Even though nobody's trying to take your free will, even though you have the ability to make the decision on your own, but make that decision that you can live with. If you can't live with it, don't do it. 
if you notice that it's going to be more negative or a negativity behind it and it could cost you your life or you know that you are hurting someone, don't do it. That can save you a lot of anguish, a lot of pain, and a lot of hurt. Don't do it. What was that, the song, I think it was Beretta or Kojak would say, don't do the time, don't do the crime if you can't do the time? Oh, yeah, that's Beretta. Yeah, just don't do it. I ain't got time for that. I, uh, I don't, I don't want to be sitting up here having all this play, and, I, and I, now I'm in trouble. Now I got to deal with that. Mm-mm, don't do it. Like, like don't do right. it. Just don't do it. That's right. Okay. Don't do it. And Think about it. Think about it over and over and over. All I had. That was a part of my environment. That this, and we get that. We totally get that. But when you pray on it, and you trust the process, stand up. It backs you up. It's like, Lord, it's me and you. We gotta ride this to the wheels, fall off, Lord. What we go do? What we go do? What we go do? But if you just jump out there before him, you did that. <laughs> you start walking out of your life and saying, I ain't got to, you did that. Can't blame God. Don't blame God. That was a, a you issue. Okay? Then what is some of the other information that you want to share with the listeners as we talk about having free will? Because a lot of times individuals don't know how to utilize their resources. And why we why free will is so important is because free will is largely considered as a necessary condition for moral responsibility. Now, when we talk about moral responsibility, like I said, that kind of goes back to when we're talking about children knowing right from wrong because children are taught by their parents. Now, some would say, do we lack free will? Mm, Free will is an illusion. Our wills are not simply not our own making thoughts and intention emerges from background causes which we are unaware and over which we exert no conscious control. Now, we talk about being under the influence of a controlled substance. We talk about being um, caught up in lust, being caught up in infatuation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can do it great and you are trouble. I like watching this show, um, BMF. And this man started cheating on his wife. He in the church. Why the man in the strip club son? Who know you ain't got no business in the strip club? Then he okay. started with his friend. The wife the, the friend say, Oh, I always borrow something from your wife. Yeah, that's all the husband. Why the man go to the hotel with the woman and the dumb dumb left the receipt in the in the little locker thing? He go go skating to go meet up with his wife after he just got out. The woman. See, these are things that people get up in and they want to be forgiven. And the first thing the wife says, "Oh, you think I'm stupid?" Well, the man had a, a receipt to a cheap hotel and said, "I was working at the hotel." Really. <laughs> When well, you know, when you do the when you do the wrong thing, there you're always gonna do something to slip up. It, it's always gonna be something to expose you. Always. I remember being a teenager girl. I thought I was smarter than the average man. You know, sometimes my mama would look at me and just shake her head. Sometimes I look at my kids and my grandkids. Or I look at your own. I'd be like, You really, you you really think I'm really really? Because God is going to give me the discernment and the wisdom to know what the heck is going on. You're not going to get past me with that. That ain't going to work. So that's part of being a parent. That's part of being a child of God. He's going to mm-hmm. equip you so you know what you need to know when you need to know it. <laughs> and he's going to protect you. And he heard harm and angel, like you said. You're stronger now. You're wiser. These are certain things and, and certain attributes we got to work on and not just making the choices, but the aftermath of the choices that we make. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got some that really need some prayer. We got some people out there that really need some Jesus. 
got some addictions. We got some evil thoughts. We got some it's some it's some stuff out there that we really need to be mindful of. Now, Lady yeah. Keith, what do you want to leave the listeners with before we end tonight? To um, think before they act on anything, before they say anything, just think it through first. Yeah, that's good. I want to say yeah, this. They just said think and pray. Yeah, and you just got to think about it, pray on it, wait to hear from God. Don't just do something, you know, because... A lot of things go wrong when we do things without even thinking on it. We say yes to something and we know we really want to say no. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not operate in your own will. You know what you're saying? It's okay. It's okay. It's out of order. We got to get back in order. We want to do things even your way. I did it my way. No, your way will I send you straight to hell. You know? So we need to be mindful yeah. of that. There's gonna be some con- yeah. some some pro- uh, some some consequences over your I did it my way. Um, and I kind of lost my thought I was about to say in regards to that and making these decisions. And like I said, I like the way you used to say use wisdom. And I also already said when you make a decision, make a decision based on something that you can live with and not based on your emotions. No excuses. Right. <laughs> you did it. If you said it, you said it. We need to stop lying and stop blaming individuals for some of the decisions that we make. Now, yeah, right. some people may be under temptation. Some people may be under peer pressure. Some people may be under lust. Some of you may be under the spirit of jealousy. There's a lot of different spirits out there. That's when you know mm-hmm. you need to go get prayed up. So I say, my mother used to say, anything free ain't worth it. And what a person says they won't do, they will do. So That's right. Thing, when we talk about moral responsibility, we're not seeing people perfect. We're not saying that. But about your, your ethics, think about all of that. Look at the teachers of what your parents taught you in regards to what's right and wrong. Don't touch this because it's hot. Don't go over here because it's Sometimes we gotta accept it. We accept the decisions that we make. And we gotta live with it. That's right. That's right. Now I, I see we need Rob on Facebook. Rob, you have any questions you wanna type in? I see you watching anything you wanna discuss in the West and congratulations. You would mama when it comes to the Islamic belief. I commend you for that. Okay? I always tell people with my kids. Believe if you don't believe in something, you'll stand for anything. You know, choose wisely. Choose wisely. So I was trying to see if Robert yeah. had anything that she wanted to type in on Facebook that she wanted to share. And I want to thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And again, if you have any topic that you want me to discuss, I changed the time because more people were saying they was available in the evening than in the afternoon, in the morning. So I'm trying to get this time right because it's not about me, because I'm very obedient and I'm very disciplined. Because I had to learn self-discipline because Jeanette always wanted to do what Jeanette wanted to do. Jeanette can't do that no more. So <laughs> I've learned that. I learned when you owe disobedience how you pay a price. Yeah. And I don't, don't want to do all so, um, let me see, I'm actually, again, anything else you want the listeners to know about free will before we end? I'm going to say, anything free ain't worth it? And will you do it? Won't you do it? What's the price? <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> like like you said on bread. don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you go up in there. You know, Reginald put in here, we're in our, let's put last days. And knowledge becomes wisdom, and you have to understand the wisdom in order to be wise. And that is true wisdom, because we have to learn how to use wisdom. And like they say, faith yeah. is our work. Sometimes we take things to God after we've already messed everything up. Now, we want him to go clean right. up what we've done. Up. 
you did that. God didn't do that to you. So if God take away something and God punish you for what you did, you did that. Mm-hmm. You got to live with it. You got to live That's with right. it. It's the meaning of whatever. But you're going to pay the That's price right. for some of the decisions that you made. Roll with it. Right. Roll with it. Okay? Again, I want to yep. thank you for joining me. Appreciate you, Lady T. I don't know what to look up. I know we got to um, Joanne's birthday. My birthday is in April. I don't know what the heck I want to do. Uh-huh. I have no idea. So I got and Mother. And then Mother's birthday. Y'all let me know what y'all going to do for Mother's birthday. You need to give her a call. I know I'm probably in trouble again because she ain't heard from me in a while. Yeah. So, <laughs> call her before she starts fussing mm-hmm. at me. I thought I was going to see her yep. on Joanne's birthday, but she didn't come out. So, again, wow. I love you. I appreciate you. Love you, too. And I thank you for the knowledge that you share. And we waiting on you. March ministry, we, we, we need more places to go where people can get the word and get fed and get the yeah. right, get good information and teaching. We really need that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. And until Monday, remember you got this, because I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I need to talk. Okay. I need to talk.